should talk about. Ah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you thought I had, I came prepared this time. Fooled you. Uh, 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 yeah. But no, really, uh, nothing. Nothing interesting. Uh, unless we find something interesting. Unless I find something interesting. I don't know. Let's find out. It's been about two weeks since I last posted a podcast. Since then, I've I've made two that I thought I was going to post, but decided not to. Not that they weren't bad or anything. Just I was I was a little bored with myself during the podcast. And, you know, it's encourage, you're encouraged to, no matter what you're doing, whether you're, if you're trying to build a brand, whether it's on Instagram or podcast or Twitter, anything on social media or on the internet, you know, consistency is a big key there. You want to be consistent with your posting. And... I'm I'm trying to do that with podcasts. I would like to do like at least one a week, but I'm not going to post something I don't feel is good enough. A lot of you might think it's good enough, but I personally want it to be good enough. And really the only thing, the only factor is I, I don't want to be bored. When I'm talking. So if I'm bored, I'd, I expect other people will be bored. So that that's my rule. I want quality over consistency. Even though these aren't the best quality podcasts, you know, the I could definitely have a better microphone. Way better setting. It's a whole bunch of things. But for what I'm limited to, Really, the only quality I need is not being boring. And I, 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 for sure, I give myself a higher standard than other people would give me a standard. I imagine, right? Because everyone's their own worst critic. So it just makes sense that I am going to give myself higher scrutiny than other people. A lot of people might enjoy those last two recordings. You know, I I talked about books and bad habits. And the other one, I talked about me possibly being on the spectrum. That I can talk about that again. <laughs> but um, I was also tuning my guitar on the last one. That made it a little hard for me to... F- Oh, Jesus Christ. The people that live next to me slam their freaking doors all the time. And whenever I have these soundproof headphones in, all I can, all that I get is the vibration of the door slam. So I just feel like someone's breaking in. Oh, Jesus Christ. My heart drops every time. But what was I talking about? Damn it. Oh, darn. Oh, I'm sorry. I genuinely I can't remember. 
dun, 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 dun. That's my, that's the noise I make when I take a hit of weed. And then that's like the magic potion, hopefully, where I can remember again. Not really. Oh, yeah. Hey! I was tuning my guitar in the last one, and it's hard for me to pay attention to two things. I can't multitask like most of us, even though we claim we can stop thinking that. You're just doing two things slightly worse. You're not doing, you know, that's that's what that is. You're, you can't be fully efficient in one thing when you multitask. So stop. But that's what I was doing in the last one, so. This is me stopping. I was, uh, it would have been cool to watch you guys um, listen to me tune a guitar. For those of you who never have, it is, it is very, you get very anxious. It's very scary sometimes. Because, you know, it, there's always a, a, a chance it's just going to pop and then just wrap around your finger and just slice it off. That, that, it's not going to slice off, but it can hurt like a motherfucker. Luckily, I've never popped a string while stringing a guitar. I had, one did pop when I was playing the guitar. That's just because it was rusty. I didn't change it. That's my biggest problem with guitars. I leave the strings on longer than they should be on. I bet that's the problem with most people with their guitars. But, you know, you're getting your money's worth at least. But, oh, the best feeling is whenever you have new strings. Just your fingers slide down the guitar. It is sexy. mama but yeah i i want my best quality podcast so if i don't like it if i'm not intrigued then i'm just not gonna talk about it even if the topic is intriguing you know it's it's very easy to make an intriguing topic boring you know i I would like to be the person who can make boring topics intriguing. I don't know how good of a job I am at doing that. and That's up for other people to decide. But as long as I'm conscientious about it, I just get better naturally. That's a funny word, conscientious. I don't know if it means what I think it means. I'm going to... Google it right now. In my head, being conscientious means, you know, you put, like you're putting so much focus on a certain pursuit that it it's embedding inside of your subconscious where you learn it without even actively learning it, if that makes sense. Con- uh, let me see. Oh, shit. Did I just... Hey, la 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 la. Hey, am I connected to this? Hello. Hi. Hi. Okay, I think I'm good. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. That was good.
I don't know what just happened. Um, I my my headphones are connected to my iPad, but I was using uh, my phone to find out what conscientious means, and it kind of connected to my phone in a way. So I don't know if I lost sound or not. But conscientious, I think we're good. Conscientious. Wishing to do what is right, especially to do one's work or duty well and thoroughly. Okay, so, you know, being diligent, industrious, punctilious, punctilious, punctilious. But you know what I mean, careful, attentive. Relating to a person's conscience. I, I, I guess I kind of got that right. What, what does that mean, though? What was I using it for? <laughs> this happens entirely too often. I apologize. I, I'm pretty sure I lose memory of what I was talking about on every podcast. But I think I'm able to bring it back for the most part. But I'm conscientious of uh, not being boring, making boring topics intriguing. That's what I'm conscientious of. And I think a lot of that comes with, let's see, to make a a boring topic interesting, you want to focus on (laughs) – I had this isn't something I've I've looked into. It's just something I'm thinking about right now. Um, you want to? Um, it's mainly about the way you say things, your timing. You know, you can learn a lot through through this kind of stuff with stand-up comedy. Timing's the big thing, and the way you say it. You know, like there's certain things you can say out loud that just do not look good on paper. You know, as Jim Jeffrey puts it, like, when you take all the ah out of it, then it just looks terrible. And I think he was referring to a joke he made when, which when it was written down from some angry audience member, you know, on their blog, um, it looked, you know, it looked terrible. Uh, Something about pedophilia. It was a, it was a great joke. But, you know, if you're not getting all the the little reactions throughout the joke, then it just sounds awful. And it's easy to to make a comedian look bad on the Internet when it's when you see it written down. But. Uh, I, I, I try to focus on words that. That look more or less the same on paper. Like, I try to be very careful with how I word things because it's very easy for people to misinterpret what you're saying. And I I try to focus on the small percentage of people who will not understand what I'm saying. That's I'm trying to dumb it down to their level because it's just too easy. There's too many people I listen to. Like Jordan Peterson, Joe Rogan, Sam Harris. I just, I, they get a lot of shit from, uh, from a good amount of people, but in my view, the completely wrong reason. They're just, 
the people who hate them are not getting what they're trying to say a lot of the times. Sometimes it's legitimate, and I agree. Or maybe that's me misinterpreting what they're saying. But, you know, from my head, I just think a lot of that comes from not understanding where they're trying to come from. You know, people have a big problem generalizing things. And if you if you have a habit of generalizing what other people say, then you probably generalize yourself when you're trying to make arguments and stuff. So that's when that's when I stop listening to people when they make generalizations. You know, like an easy example, like if like the way racists talk about other races, like this this is a, an example what a racist might say. But a racist might say black people are more prejudiced than white people. Like that's that's a huge generalization. I'm sure there are some prejudiced black people, like there are some prejudiced white people, but it's prejudiced to to generalize like that. <laughs> that was a very strange example. But you know when they when you lump up everybody into one group. And I feel like that's the problem people like Jordan Peterson and Sam Harris get they have because they uh, people think that they're generalizing when they're when they're also being very careful with what they're saying because it's very easy for dummies to not understand you every group has a small percentage of dipshits every group in the world so and the people who get angry at these groups often are focusing on that small percentage of dipshits. There's always going to be a small percentage of people to ruin it for everyone else. For groups like liberal, conservative, those are the easy ones. Christian, atheist, those very broadly used labels. Um, you know, conservatives will see They'll focus on the very vocal liberal side. Man, I am. I apologize. I'm very high. I, I'm higher than I thought. I'm using a one-hitter right now, and this is very strong dabba-dabba. Why would I even use that word? Okay. So conservatives, they see the small percentage of li liberals, the lefty, the libtards, who are crybabies, politically correct, Focusing on everyone but Americans, uh, killing babies, um, all this stuff. That's the smaller percentage. Actually, a, a huge number of liberals support killing babies. I'm, I'm okay with abortion. Here's my opinion. I'm okay with abortion, but I still consider it killing life. We can go into why I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> but I don't agree with the liberal when they try to work around the fact that you're killing a baby, like or the the way it's said, like you're you're terminating a fetus, or they just word it differently to where it doesn't sound like you're killing life, and that frustrates me. Just be honest with what it is. I see it as a necessity, but we can, yeah, this this can easily get out of hand. We're not talking about abortion. 
but we can get into that at some point. I, I pretty much just did, but okay, real quick. Abortion. I agree with abortion because <laughs> I think women should be the selectors of our species. Men, we like, we send out candidates. I'm calling a fetus a candidate. We send our candidates to the women and they decide who lives and who dies. Philosophically, that's what I, that's what I think about abortion. I'm okay with a woman deciding if she doesn't want to have a new version of this dipshit that just impregnated her to come out into this world. Oh, you can always put it up for adoption. Yes, but it's still genetically a dipshit. I'm sorry. I'm an asshole. I'm okay with it, though. I just had to get that out of the way. That's what I think abortion, that's how I look at it. That being said, it's still killing a baby. Now, so the majority of liberals are not crybabies. The majority of liberals are not overt, uber-politically-correct monsters. That's a weird way to see. Okay, but... And the majority of liberals are probably... You know, the definition of liberal is open to new experiences. That's what that means. That's what it used to mean, at least. But now it's it's got morphed into this new definition, which happens to a lot of words. That's why labels are very tricky sometimes. But, you know, the true meaning, to be a true liberal, not a political, politically constructed liberal, but a true liberal, like where it's kind of, it's definitely in your blood. People are genetically conservative and liberal in a lot of cases. Not through politics, just through their their biological perspective on things. You know how some pit bulls are, a lot of pit bulls are bred to fight. You know, it's in a lot of cases, it's in their DNA to be aggressive, more aggressive than, you know, a golden retriever, which, you know, they are objectively very calm dogs. But, Oh, shoot. But yeah, the same thing with humans and to be liberal and conservative. Like, not political. Like, to be genetically conservative, you would probably be more weary of outsiders. You know, that was a natural thing back in the, back in 10,000 years ago when we had little communities of people. You were very skeptical of who was allowed into your village. Because obviously, you know, we had diseases and just things that certain groups weren't used to, but other groups were because they were exposed to a different environment. They came this way and bad things happen sometimes. That's a rational um, fear receptor, <laughs> you know, and that, that, that saved a lot of lives thousands of years ago, being skeptical of who was allowed to come into your little group, your little community. And a genetical, genetic liberal, you know, was kind of the one, I would, I guess you could call like, uh, what's his face? <laughs> Columbus. Hey, 
How's it going? Dalton just showed up. And he's early. <laughs> but uh but Columbus would probably be the genetic liberal type because you know, ten thousand years ago that was probably the liberal would probably be a person to just go out and experience new things like you know, like leaving the village and that being and being more inviting, you know, bringing people in, and that was a that was good too because if you shut people out, then you're not going to have any allies. You're not going to grow as a society. But if you sh- wait, yeah, 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 that was right. But if you bring people in, you know that the the risk for bringing people in are like diseases and bad people and but the bonus for bringing people in is growth and more tolerance and just more friendships but and the advantage to you know bringing people out keeping them out is safety and in some cases assuming you don't have enemies outside of the village but you know more security things like that so it, it, you need a balance just like everything in life you need a balance try to focus when dalton showed up cuz i i'm usually alone but uh where was i going with this because the so the majority of liberals are going to be the more open-minded type people more willing to hear you out you know this uh listening to people they disagree with that's the majority that's a true liberal that's the whole point is to challenge your own beliefs right and the majority of conservatives aren't racist assholes the majority of conservatives are about you know loyalty in a lot of ways like ned stark that's like a true conservative if you watch game of thrones like Ned Stark is the version of a true conservative, genetically, <laughs> obviously. But you know, because he was just loyal, you could count on him. He was good. Uh, family was first, you know, protecting who you loved, and that's that's good too. Liberals are about that too. But it seems more ingrained in the conservative mindset. <clears throat> I've always said that like like when it comes to dating girls, liberals, liberal chicks, I'm liberal girls. I'm gonna be PC here. Uh they're more they're not as prejudiced. They they tend to and they're very inviting, you know, they'll they'll get to know anyone. And that's great. But I feel like liberal girls are more susceptible to cheating because they're they're too inviting. You know, that's the whole point. <laughs> you just you, you don't have the the structure of, you know, being committed to one thing, you know, because you want to do a whole bunch of things. And that's OK, because conservative girls are often more 
prejudice. They they tend to shut you out. They if you smoke weed, they assume you're this one person. You know, I feel like conservatives tend to generalize more. Uh, you know the the small percentage. <laughs> um, but conservative girls, you can probably trust more. I would imagine. You know, more committed to the relationship lifestyle. That's usually from conservative girls. And that's okay too. So just like everything, it's it's not good to to identify as one thing or the other because you know, I feel like you might be subconsciously creating behaviors that you wouldn't otherwise agree with. Unless you actually thought about it. But yeah. What was I man, I totally forgot my main point. But this was cool, this was a good one. But I'll probably stop here. This is good. Alright, bye.